stage to the Center Circle Studio. Tim Van Horn goes studs up into the soccer world where no one is safe. 18-yard boxes wall-free. This is my three-subs podcast, a soccer odyssey with your manager, Tim Van Horn. MLS is back, and then it's back again. Again! The postseason. And then now the regular season. <laughs> what? Wait, down like, is up. Left is right. It's like Netflix on shuffle. <laughs> <laughs> we got the domestic game coming up. Overseas, it's fast, it's furious. It's the Champions League and Europa League. They're playing basically every day. Yeah, speaking of bingeables, UEFA Champions League, very bingeable right now. We got an eye on the finish line, and so does Pep. Pep really wants this mm-hmm. for Man City. We'll talk about that. And also, we've got uh, some discussion from Memphis 901 FC. They're in the thick of things in the USL Championship Group G. We hear from the head coach, Tim Mulqueen. We also hear from Reese Buckmaster, and we talk to the goalkeeper. No, not that goalkeeper. The, the uh, other. The deputy. Yeah. The other guy in charge, Jimmy Haig. Yeah. Sits down to talk a little 901 FC Charlotte preview. He may be a deputy, but he's no Barney Five. No. He's capable. He's ready. He's and- got bullets in his gun. <laughs> <laughs> On the way, we got plenty of action, so put your shin guards on. We've got ours on. We're ready to go. This This is my three subs. We'll be back with today's kickoff from the Center Circle Studios. This is my three subs, a soccer odyssey. It's that time of year. I know school is coming up and some folks, even with the COVID-19 issues that we have across the country, folks are still moving because they've got to move with their jobs. And I can help you with that move. I'm a licensed real estate agent here in Tennessee and in Mississippi. You can catch me at timvanhorn.com. I'm with Cry Like Realtors. My office phone number is 901-756-8900. Now that I've got all that official stuff out of the way, let me tell you about what I can do for you. If you're looking for a home, whether it's around the corner or around the world, let me help you with my network of accredited real estate agents to help you make your move as seamless as possible. Anywhere from getting the best price for the home that you've got to sell to negotiating uh, repairs and and uh, other significant things that are involved in the move, whether it's finding you a mover or it's finding you some new appliances at a discount, I can do all that. It's called turnkey service, and it's what every client gets with me. I'm Tim Van Horn, and you can catch me at timvanhorn.com. You can do a personalized search there. That's right. You can find the home that is just right for you in any city across the country. Or you can give me a call on my cell, 901-262-5000. Yes, that is my cell phone number. It's not a gag. I really have a cool cell phone number, 901 901- 2625000 cry like realtors in Memphis Tennessee 901 756 8900 and catch me online at timvanhorn.com This is my three subs a soccer odyssey we're underway from the Center Circle Studios. It's wild that we're in August and we have some meaningful soccer matches because usually this is the time when the tune-ups happen and you see guys playing for the big clubs with jersey number like 84 out there that's like, you know, on the academy team. Uh, but the biggest news we have right now normally is trade news. Yes. And we kind of have that with the Premier League, but not really. But yeah. now we actually have soccer. Yeah, and we have a, a double dip of MLS because we had the end of the MLS is back tournament. Yes. And we also have the restart of the regular season. So you have the tournament finishing, and then you start the regular season, which is so MLS. MLS is back again. 
Sorry. Well, I mean, what? They were in Orlando. We had, no, you're you know. right. I mean, the boy, it's boy band heaven there. Yeah. yeah. So. And, and speaking of that, Orlando fell short against Portland. Yes. And the MLS is back finale. So Portland gets uh, the that trophy. Coveted CONCACAF bid. And they get the bid to the CONCACAF Champions League. So uh, a little bit of silverware for them and a little something to look forward to uh, if and when the CONCACAF Champions League gets started up for 2021. Although we did see, now that the league is back, we did see the two teams that didn't get a chance to play due to COVID uh, and the positive tests actually play a match. Dallas FC in Nashville. Wednesday night in Frisco, Nashville FC in for a couple of matches against Dallas. The second match will be coming up on Sunday. The first match was was pretty decent. I, I thought I, I thought the quality was was just fine, and it's exciting because you see Reggie Cannon playing for FC Dallas, and they have a couple of other guys that uh, are of high quality. And you've got Nashville with Dax McCarty, Walker Zimmerman, and uh, David Akam. After the 80th minute, was able to scramble home one back post uh, past the FC Dallas keeper. So Nashville gets their first win in. MLS, at least the MLS part of their history. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, they look great, though. Yeah. I thought they would have held their own in that tournament. Like, honestly, if they would have come out playing like that, which, you know, I listen, hindsight's twenty twenty. But, you know, if they would have come out looking like that in the tournament, I think they would have moved on at least. You know, it's, to the second round. It's interesting because just a few years ago, an iteration of Nashville was in the NPSL, yeah. headed up by the same head coach, Coach Smith. And uh, it's interesting to see that that's the same guy that has led them to their first MLS victory. <laughs> you know, they've Good for gone, him. They've gone up through the NPSL and then to USL and now MLS. And so, now making history. Now making history. More MLS to come. As I mentioned, the second part of this matchup is going to be on Sunday. Other matches pretty much just sprinkled all across your calendar. Check ESPN Plus for you know the next match to, 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 to follow. And, and you may even see some uh, perhaps on Fox Sports South. Yeah. On those a few channels. Of those on yeah, there. maybe a few of those. But that's, that's it for the moment domestically. We'll come back to USL in a few moments. But uh, Champions League is coming and Europa League's coming fast and furiously. Hot and heavy. And why not? Because there's nothing else going on. <laughs> right. Well, they're playing like, okay, this is your quarterfinal one match. This is your quarterfinal two match. The next day, don't let rest on your laurels. You know, you better ice bath after these matches because they will happen whether you like them or not. So is Sarri out at Juventus? Is, did I see that correctly? Yeah. After winning another Scudetto, that's not enough. Nope. They get knocked out of the Champions League, so they're gone. <laughs> yeah. Ronaldo's done. Sario, Sario, Sorry is Sario, I guess. Right. They, he lost, so now he's gone. But there's there's a lot more action in the Champions League uh, uh, coming up. The, the one that I just saw was outstanding, and I thought it was going to be a team that could get past PSG, and that was Atalanta, the, the yep. Italian team. High-scoring club. They were, Tim. They were. Yeah. They were ahead of PSG. They were up after... 89 minutes, and then PSG broke everybody's heart with a pair of goals at and after the 90th minute. So Adelana gets uh, dumped. How great was that, though? The equalizer, and uh, you could see it in their faces that, oh man, this isn't going to happen to us. This isn't going to happen to us. 90th minute comes around. 91st minute, bam, second. Or it was a 92nd minute? Yeah. Oh, just crusher. Just absolute soul crusher. It was, uh, it was a shame, but 
their Cinderella story ends for now, but I think they'll be a threat in Serie A next year. Yeah. And there's always yeah. next year. <laughs> there's always next as as coronavirus has proved. There's always next year. Or wait a few months, and there's more of this year. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, true. Yeah. Uh, coming up into the weekend, uh, Barcelona takes on Bayern Munich, who absolutely demolished Chelsea. Yes. Who did not have uh, Pulisic? Um, yeah. Gosh, whatever ha- is going on with his hamstring. Yeah. But I I mean it was crushing. Uh, kind of wins. 4-1 was the last win. Back in February or March, they won uh, 3-0, and I think that was without Pulisic as well uh, due to hamstrings. So uh, Byron's never played against Christian Pulisic. We can say that. Yeah. Well, 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 no, because he played for Dortmund. Oh, that's right. So no. we, we, can't, we can say it. It just wouldn't be just right, wouldn't but we can right. still say it because, by golly, First Amendment. We can say it if we want to. <laughs> A Chelsea Pulisic. Okay, gotcha. There. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Asterisks. Um, also in the Champions League, Lyon is uh, going to be taking on Manchester City. I think Man City has got that one. I think Man City's, uh, yeah, I, I think well-rested and really under the radar in all of this, in this quarterfinal match that's coming up, it could be Pep Guardiola's greatest achievement as a Man City manager going under the radar here and getting, and if he wins the Champions League, that's what he came to Manchester City solely for. True. Winning the league is great. Winning the other cups are great, but winning the Champions League is what the ownership brought him in for, and this is his best chance. Uh, listen, the road is paved at this point. I mean, taking on Leon, uh, you know, I'm not going to say it's a, a you know, cakewalk by any stretch you still have to play the match yeah. you know but this is your best scenario yeah uh playing this match big, so big memphis connection in this match that you may be aware of memphis Depay plays for leon i was about to say memphis Depay. okay it's not a big connection it's pretty superficial but nonetheless <laughs> his name a, is memphis a memphis <laughs> connection <laughs> you could kind of lucas lucas oil stadium anyway anyway I was trying to tie more into the Mid-South, but no. Yeah, you tried. I tried. Yeah. Anyway. You, you, you'll get your medal at the end of the season. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Manchester United. Sorry. The mask is just a... There we go. We got a little adjustment there. Manchester United and Inter roll on in the Europa League. I still think they're going to be the favorites. And whoever... Man, if, you. If they meet beforehand, whoever gets that is the de facto. Yeah. I think Europa champion. Well, you know, thank God for an extra period or extra half uh, for Man United. They had played a second game, and that's when they got their their goal to to get the W. Are you talking about the added thing? Yeah, yeah. It's the it's the ghost of the living Alex Ferguson because he always got extra time. <laughs> I know, lots of it. Uh, and he got a whole second game to kind of play it out. So. I think he coached close to twenty six seasons at Man U, but it's like thirty one if you include the added time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, double up that season because yeah. they needed it. Yes. But yeah, so good for Man U getting that coach's time. Yes. Free soccer time. By the way, the uh, the uh, Mexican League, uh, uh, Liga Imequis, is underway. Finally. You can catch some of that. That's typically on Fox Sports. Yeah. You can catch some of the action there. That's that's uh, good activity. And anything else that we're missing right now on the front? I mean, there's going to be a few transfers here and there, but nothing big yet. A lot of rumors. A lot of rumors floating around. There's a lot of empty seats on club benches now uh, because people are kind of dumping and uh, trying to make some transfer news. But 
Nothing to really speak of as of yet. Yeah. That could change next week, but. USL Championship saw a terrific match on Wednesday night. It was broken up because of lightning delays. It was a Group G match. Charlotte Independence taking on Birmingham Legion FC. And uh, Charlotte had a 1-0 lead at home in the dying moments. They bring everybody up for a corner kick. Matt Van Okel gets ahead on it. It's saved. But the ensuing corner kick... Ball gets to Van Okel. He heads it back into the mixer, and eventually the ball gets buried home by, I don't know who got came out of the scrum with it, right. but Birmingham Legion stole a point, and it was 1-1 at the end of that match, which, if you're a Memphis 901 FC fan, That's is good, yeah. because you don't want either team getting even further separated from you in the pack at this point. So one apiece kind of limits the damage there, and 901 FC has a match against Charlotte, who has to turn around and play them Saturday in Charlotte, Charlotte right. and that's going to be a six o'clock kickoff central time and right pete, and pete pranica and i will have that uh on oh, yeah. channel 30 and this was this is scheduled to be my last tv match of oh, the year this is a sad day it Ten. is a bittersweet day and 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 we will dive into uh some of that audio to get re- uh, 901 fc ready for charlotte in the next half but um just to take a look at the table, though, you mentioned not getting too far away from Memphis 901FC in Group G. 901FC is in last, right? Right. As it stands now. Um, and first in our division in Group G would be uh, Birmingham Legion. Yes. How far first? Are we talking like unattainable? They've got, I think, seven points on us right now or six points? Right now, as as it stands in the uh, USL Group G, uh, Memphis has five points on six matches, and Birmingham has fourteen points on seven matches. Okay, so they got the game. They got a game in hand. A Memphis win would conceivably bring them to within five. So second place there with. Right. So there's 10 matches to go for 901 FC. North Carolina and Charlotte have 12 matches to go. (sighs) Birmingham has nine matches to go. So it's still all possible. And they play, all these teams will play each other three more times. Yeah. Which means nothing's settled yet because any of these teams can go ice cold and land at the bottom of the table in a one to two week span. So. I, can I ask you this now, uh, Master O, uh, the play call? Yeah. Um, Tim. Yeah, right. Um, is Birmingham for real out of Group G? They're they're a good team. They were a playoff team last year, right? Um, they've got they've got some young talent. They've got good goalkeeping. Yeah, they're a decent club. I mean, yeah, I, I, I could see them grabbing. I know they're in first right now, so duh, it doesn't take much courage to say. Sure. But I could see them grabbing one of the two spots. But I also see, just judging by the last couple of weeks of all the other three teams, North Carolina, Charlotte, and Memphis, right. on any given week, these teams can win as well. I and, mean, and Memphis lost last week 1-0. But what can be that lost was a rough in that? game. There was a lot of factors in that game that 
could you could attribute to the loss. Well, if you want to boil it down, Memphis had more opportunities, more yes. shots on goal, more yes. clear shots on goal. They did not finish well. Should have won that game. At the very least, it had draw written on it. Right. Should have been three points given the number of good opportunities. Because North Carolina tried to just drop way back and play low. Right. And Memphis was still able to get some opportunities coming in from the wing. They were playing over the top. They had some good opportunities from set pieces, primarily the corner kicks. We didn't get a lot of free kick opportunities close to goal. I think there was one toward the end, but the rest of the time it was coming off of corner kicks, but the number of corner kicks was also indicative of the amount of pressure that Memphis was was able to get. True. But, but at that point, North, at the last 35 minutes of that match, maybe the last 40, North Carolina was like, you know what, to hell with it. We're going to pack it in. If, yeah. we, if we are able to win this match 1-0, we're totally fine with that. Right. Maybe we'll counter, but we dare you to try to break us down. And and Memphis actually had had some success, yeah. just did not finish. I, they had multiple chances of, you know, our, our boy, the Brandalorian, had his opportunities to yeah. keep going. Yes. Just, I mean, KMB had two really good looks at a shot. Saves uh, bailed them out there. Um, so, I, yeah, I agree with you. Birmingham Legion probably looking the best out of the group, but there's still opportunity. And I have to say this. We're taking a week from having a guest in Group G, and there is a reason why. If you think about three of our most recent guests, <laughs> Enzo Martinez from Charlotte yeah. got an assist against us Yes, the last time they played. And looked great. Kyle Morton, the St. Louis goalkeeper, lost the match, but he stopped the penalty kick. Yeah. And he he actually got the team's player of the month last month. Right. And then Akeem Ward, who we had last week. <laughs> buried it. Scores what could be the goal of the month in the USL Championship against us. It's, it's a nominee. Well, and I had an opportunity to send him a brief text after the match, and I just texted him. Akeem, exclamation, exclamation, exclamation. This is the thanks you give <laughs> after the interview time that we gave you? I mean, yeah. So maybe it is time to just pump the brakes and, from Group G. And, and, yeah. I think we're going to slow our roll on that, but 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 also his response, he, he got back to me like the next morning yeah. and he's like, hey, you know, thanks again, guys. And he he, he knew that it was all tongue in cheek, sure. but, but just a great sport. Good guy. Good guy. He had a long day too, because while he was the, he, he while he got uh, on the league team of the week. Yeah. I have to tell you, he put in some mileage because Segbers and Kendall Marsh-Brown was did not make running it easy on him ragged. Yeah, they did not make it Saturday. easy on him. And coming up, we're going to talk with uh, Tim Mulqueen about the wing play. We're going to talk with one of the wingers, Reese Buckmaster. I, I'm really impressed with him. Great signee. And who acquitted himself very well in his second professional match? None other than Jimmy Haig. We'll hear yeah. from him as well. So very excited. Uh, that's got to be pretty difficult to play in the shadow of Tim Howard. <laughs> you think? And be in your young 20s, you know, just barely old enough to drink. <laughs> Let's go have a beer. I got something to share. By the way, you're starting in keeper. <laughs> yeah, and, and wait till you hear what Tim Mulqueen has to say about Jimmy Haig's development. That's coming up. Uh, are we good for now? Yeah. Uh, all right. Then I will say coming up next on My Three Subs. And that takes us to the half. More next on My Three Subs, a soccer odyssey. 
Hey, it's Tim. Just reminding you, this podcast is now powered by Podcave, the complete toolkit for podcasters. Brody and I want all of our time going into making the podcast as entertaining and as interesting as possible for you. So that's why we ditched our old services, made the switch over to Podcave. This is the complete podcast management, combining all the tools we need to make the best shows we can, to make them available on all the platforms you use, and to always stay connected with you. Podcave provides unlimited audio storage, so all our episodes episodes new and the old ones are always available whenever you want them and our website it's included and built into podcave so you always have a place to find us it's that easy music and soundscapes we use on the show are professionally made and fully licensed by podcave so we don't worry about getting sued for using music without permission and we know for sure that the artists who made it well they're getting paid and that's always a great thing we get email and text management tools to stay in touch with you guest booking tools episode planning tools podcave even includes customizable news feeds to that we can stay on top of the latest headlines. We used to have to piecemeal all that stuff and it took hours, believe me, it took hours. It cost hundreds of dollars every month and we had to have all these different accounts to really uh, get the podcast to you. Well, that's all changed with Podcave. It's all in one place and it's all inclusive. You're going to scratch your head and you may even have to scratch your ears when you hear this. It's all inclusive for just $49 a month. That's right, $49 a month month. Podcave, the complete toolkit for podcasters. Save time and money with your first or next podcast. Don't be afraid. Give it a try. Use Podcave. That's podcave.com. That's P-O-D-C-A-V-E, podcave.com. There's the whistle. Second half, my three subs action from the Center Circle Studios. It's interesting that we mentioned before the break, it has to be a little difficult for Jimmy Haig to be a goalkeeper when you're playing in the shadow of Tim Howard. Yeah. It's one thing to speculate, but it's another thing when you get an opportunity to actually ask him directly. So that's what we did. We we talked to Jimmy Haig, who had his second professional start this past weekend, and asked him, you know, what's it like playing as uh, Tim Howard's deputy? Yeah, it's been an unbelievable experience. One of the reasons why I came here. So him and Mulch together, just every day in training, pushing me. Just I learned from something from them every single day. So I've gotten a lot better in the past couple of months, and just hope to keep going. So I thought the natural follow-up question would be, well, what exactly have you gotten better at? Uh, everything. I mean, my decision making, uh, not leaving as much rebounds, knowing when to step out or drop in. Just a lot of little details that you know, I've never really been taught before. So just all their. You know, minor, minor details that make you so much better. Obviously, Tim, a big topic of discussion as of late this season has been that back line. Oh, yeah. Can it hold up? We actually got help, some of our signees, uh, with Buckmaster and stuff like that. So, asking Jimmy Haig, what are his thoughts on the back line? Yeah, the back line's been, been doing pretty well. Uh, we only let in one goal, but, you know, we always go out and look for a clean, clean sheet. So, got a little bit of work to do, but the back line's doing well. There's a great first-eye, ground-level view account from... Jimmy Haig himself of how he thinks he's progressing. Now, if there's one person that really can give you some great insight on how this is, it's the guy who helps develop the best goalkeepers in the world. It's none other than head coach Tim Mulkwing. Here's what he had to say about Jimmy Haig. Well, I think, uh, you know, for me, you know, the sign of a, of a top goalkeeper is one who doesn't doesn't give up soft goals first and foremost um you know your job is to keep the ball out of net and i think you know what i saw on saturday you know he made the big save when he had to uh he didn't have a chance on the goal um but he was much more confident um i was really pleased with his 
playing out of the back with his feet. Um, you know, obviously he's young, so organization is still going to be an issue. Um, but yeah, he made a, a, a very good save at a really critical time, um, and that's what we need him to do. So, uh, and when he plays, he's going to have to have more of those moments. But it, it was, uh, for me, it was a much more complete performance from Jim than we saw in Atlanta. So I was really happy for him. You know, getting off of the defensive side just for a second, looking at the offensive side, two things uh, that we've noticed in this new 901 FC iteration. One, the defense has been kind of shored up a little bit. But two was this wing play, this surge in the wings. You know, you were texting me during the couple of the matches that I was doing. It's like, hey, man, our wings are, are looking pretty tight here, looking good. Yeah, right. I mean, the, the the level of play has been elevated. So we asked Coach, is that status quo? Is that what the mindset is moving forward? But basically, we asked him if we're not crazy. Right. Yeah, I think our wide play from Mark Segbris and Key and Reese um, in particular, those three have been probably the brightest spots of our team. Um, um, I think you could arguably could say that Reese and Mark have been uh, two of the best players, if not the best player every match. Um, you know, I think they combine well, whether it's with Rafa out there or Pierre or Hunley. Um, I mean, I think they, there's a, a real advantage for us in the in the flanks. So I'm very pleased uh, with their with their cohesion wide. I thought we got away from it in the second half. I don't think we exploited it enough in the second half. We uh, when they sat in, we did not get enough service from those guys um, so we, we need to do when a team sits in like that we need to put more balls in the box um, and that's something we address with the four of them so we're not crazy Tim we're, we're not completely off our rockers the wing play is been has been shored up and thanks to I guess some of our new signees well as a wise man once said and his name is Brody Scott who better to talk to about this than a man who is playing in the shadow of a Bass Pro Shop than a Buckmaster right so let's talk to the left back Reese Buckmaster who talks about the uh, the wing play and how things seem to be going at field level yeah the wing play has been excellent or excellent for sure um, it's kind of the first couple games obviously it was going to get uh, get take a while to get back used to it but once we got it going we knew the wing play and the outside backs joining was going to help the team a lot you know, much like him holding Captain America's shield, our version of Bucky is uh, a good defender. <laughs> I'm just going to put it out there with the silver arm in the in the uh, in the shield here. He, he's been a pretty darn good defender, Tim. He's been absolutely terrific, and he's one of several who play disciplined defense. I think the last couple of weeks, uh, although the results haven't been win and win. Both matches have been very competitive. Even the draws have been very competitive. So you start to see what looks to be a system. So we asked Reese if he feels like there is a big buy-in on what head coach Tim Mulqueen and assistant coach Ben Pierman are teaching on the training ground. Yeah, that's that. We just we just have to buy into it. That's that's the main thing. If you buy into what they're going to play, then I mean it's going to work out. So I mean, as a whole, if we all buy into it, we're going to start getting shutouts at left and right. You know, one constant that we've seen throughout the season, Tim, is the uh, you never know who to expect on the pitch for 901 FC. Is it Tim Howard in, in goal? Is it Jimmy Haig in goal? So that being said, if Jimmy Haig's back there and coach has his, the confidence in him, 
how do the players feel? Do they have the confidence? And how do they feel about taking orders from a Jimmy Haig versus a Tim Howard? Great question. Yeah, his, it was good. He, I mean, that goal was, there's not much he could do about it. And then he made some big key saves, which was was needed. And then it was good. So, I mean, if he's if he's there this weekend, we're, we have confidence in him for sure. After suffering that 1-0 defeat to North Carolina FC, it had to be a little bit of a heartbreaker for Memphis 901 FC. Sure. Had to get back to the training ground, prepare for for Charlotte Independence, and we asked Tim Mulqueen after what looked to be a very spirited practice today if that's been the theme all week. How have the emotions been out on the training ground? Yeah, it's been a hard week. Um, I think uh, it's been a no-nonsense approach. Um, We have to play with urgency. We have to prepare with urgency. There's only 10 games left, um, and we're not in in a good position right now in the standings. So um, I think there's a a level of intensity now that um, has grown into the group. I think that comes with now we've been at this for about a month. So, um, and I think they they're disappointed in the points that we've left on the table. So, uh, you know, this has been a hard week, um, and uh, they've they've responded quite well. You know, I've always kind of been the retrospective guy to kind of look back and then think about the emotional part and, you know, kind of reconstruct everything right. after the fact. Uh, you, you know, you're more of a visionary. Yeah. Look, look ahead. See what the future holds. Find a crystal ball. <laughs> So we asked Coach to look into the crystal ball. What can we expect from this Charlotte versus maybe last time we saw them? Well, um, you know, they've changed since we've played them. Um, They're defending in a much lower block. Uh, they've taken their number 10, Enzo Martinez, and dropped him deeper now to the back line. So it's a, it's, it's a different team than the one we played. Um, you know, watching them last night against Birmingham, the approach was, was much different than when we played them here in, in as far as it being so expansive when we played here. Um, so, you know, for us, we're going to have to, again, I think so much of all this is about executing within our own tactical plan and discipline. So we need to be good with the ball. Um, you know, we've had way too many turnovers um, this season uh, on plays that professional footballers need to make. So if a team sits in a low block like they will, we, we need to make sure we're better with the ball. Um, we have to take our chances well. You know, we carved out great chances on Saturday and we just didn't take them well. Um, so they have to be finished. And then defensively, you know, the last two games we've given up one goal, so we just need to continue to, to press at the key moments and, and then make sure we have a tight block uh, for when our press fails and we have to defend in our end. So for me, it's about executing those three phases. Um, and if we do that, we can beat anybody. Um, you know. But for me, the, the big key is going to be making sure that we eliminate turnovers that lead to opponent chances. It all comes to a head Saturday night, 6 o'clock Memphis time. You can watch the Charlotte feed on ESPN+. Pete Pranica and I will have the home side feed on CW30 Memphis. That's this Saturday. Memphis 901FC visits Charlotte Independence. So hopefully Memphis 901FC can get back and uh, get a result on this and come back with smiles for everybody after this Saturday's match. Would you like for me to say more? I can say more. (laughs) I mean, I, I don't know what else there is to say other than let's... Take it down to brass tacks. As Coach put it, there is no time left to do sunshine and rainbows and what ifs. It's put up or shut up time. So 
hopefully we start putting up some points. It's it's time to put up, but it's not time to shut up. We'll be back no. with that at time. We've got, hey, we've got a new TV series we think you ought to check out. And we found a guy that lives not just for soccer, but he lives at soccer. It's coming <laughs> up next. Or next on My Three Subs, a soccer odyssey. We've watched the Vietnam movies. We were collectively raised with seven siblings. And I once wore a toga instead of a sarong to a frat party and got an S-ton of numbers. Like Ben Hargraves, we're going in on some Umbrella Academy Season 2. Plus, we get locked and loaded with everything from gaming to some rando stories. But Wayne sets us straight with his locked and loaded and has a giveaway for you, too. And Google's Earth-moving Android news. It's all gloriously packed up and ready to go in a Radio Free GTR. Get this episode and more. Radio Free GTR at RadioFreeGTR.com. This is My Three Subs, a soccer odyssey. And we have added time to the podcast. You know, on my regular radio show, I love when in a pinch, break glass and pull out a story about Florida man. <laughs> yes. Florida man always does Something and in the sports uh, realm, Florida man does not disappoint. Headline <laughs> This is from ABC Action News WFTS in Tampa, Florida. How do they determine which stupid news gets the headline? That's all I want to know. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> headline St. Pete Police Arrests Man Living Inside Downtown Soccer Stadium. And then the subheadline, police found the man at Al Lang Stadium. Yep, police. Oh, that's uh, that's Tampa Bay Rowdies. <laughs> Officers arrested Daniel Albert Naha for burglary on Monday. According to the arrest affidavit, Naha was staying in a suite. Yeah, go at, big. At Al Lang Stadium. <laughs> Quote, a cleaning crew went into one of the suites that had not been used in a while, and they noticed it looked like somebody living there, according to... To a spokesperson with the police department. Yeah. According to the arrest affidavit, Naha was inside the stadium and had access to the merchandise storage area and stole multiple different types of clothing worth $1,043. Goo! He also made entry into the food storage areas and consumed about $250 in drinks. That's probably like four beers and a couple hot dogs then, right? Hey, pretty much. (laughs) Uh, According to the spokesperson with St. Pete Police, we know right now he's listed as a transient. He does not have a permanent address, but from what we can tell from what the surveillance video shows, he was there for as long as two weeks without anybody noticing around July 26th to August the 10th. Nobody knows how he got into the stadium. The, uh, well, he just got into a fence. What do you mean, how do you get into a stadium? The stadium is easy. Well, the police department says there were workers, employees coming in and out of the facility. It's possible he might have just blended in. It's hard to tell right now. The incident was observed on security cameras. He's facing charges of resisting an officer without violence. Okay. Also known as obstruction. Yeah. Police said he would not give officers his name, but he well, was I, he was identified by previous uh, arrest oh. <laughs> records. I mean, he's not a first-time kind of guy. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. Old hat to him. He is a... He, yeah. he lived for the team. Actually, he just lived with the team. So, that comes out of St. Pete, but yeah. So, Al Lang Stadium had 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 themselves, I guess, somebody that was keeping the eye on the stadium. I wonder if he just went out there and had a kick around. So, surely, surely there were cameras on the pitch, though. You couldn't get that ball. Listen, they, <laughs> you'd think there would be cameras in the concourse, you know, so he'd had to be been, been there to go to the concession stand. I mean, he had $250 worth of food, so... 
you'd think maybe some a camera would have picked him up and somebody would have gone, hey, is that guy supposed to be there going into that storage locker room or whatever? But That's not bad, though, to live on $250 of food and drink over a two-week span. That's actually fairly economical. <laughs> Yeah, at least in stadium terms. Sure. Oh yeah, no, most yeah. definitely. Yeah, uh, he was scrapping by. Speaking of scrapping by, this new show that you've turned me on to, I cannot wait for this. Uh, the trailer is on YouTube, and uh, maybe we'll link it in the description. So uh, fi- we'll, we'll find it for Note you. Note to and- self: link yeah. in description. CC Brody Scott. Apple uh, Apple TV Plus, I believe, is the platform. Yes, and uh, the the show is called Ted Lasso. That name sounds familiar, and why is that? Uh, because he's an American. He is the spokes. Jason Sudeikis played Coach Ted Lasso in the NBC Sports promos, promoting the English Premier League on American sports channels. If you remember. <sighs> He was the Tottenham Hotspur manager for what about eight or nine hours? Yeah, yeah. And there were actually commercials with. Uh, I, I'm trying to think if Gareth Bale was in the commercial and Tim Howard was in one of the commercials Wait, too. Was this, this all for this show? No, no. This oh. was like four or five years ago. Okay, all right. <laughs> you're right. You're sure it's not for this show though? Like they're not going to use clips from that? To, I would not be surprised if one or both of those gentlemen somehow don't make a cameo at some point. Yeah. Would, Tim, Tim Howard making a little cameo? Maybe that's uh But the, it would be great. The, the premise of it is, of course, Ted Lasso was a football coach, as in like American, American football, football. Tackle football. And knows virtually nothing about soccer, but somehow has a gig. It sounds to me almost like Major League, but for the <laughs> soccer world. And here, have a listen at uh, the trailer for Ted Lasso. Oi, mate, this is you. I believe it is. Wicked. You coaching football. You are a legend for doing something so stupid. I mean, it's mental. They're going to murder you. This is a bit of news from the other side of the Atlantic. AFC Richmond announced the hiring of their new manager, American football coach Ted Lasso. You're an American who's now in charge of a football club, despite possessing very little knowledge of the game. Oh, Andre nails him in the face. Richmond is going to give you everything they got, win or lose. Or tie. Right, y'all do ties here. Do you see that? He must be from England, yeah. Wales. Is that another country? Yes and no. How many countries are in this country? Four. Like it or not, Richmond are changing the way we do things. And from now on, that way is the lasso way. Hey, look, this car's got an invisible steering wheel. Because <laughs> it's on the other side of the... This club actually means something to this town. You don't think I see that every day out there on the streets? <laughs> Are you kidding me? I think that's what it's all about. Embracing change. Change Being brave. Your decision to bench Jamie was a masterstroke. I don't think we're allowed to talk like that at work anymore. <laughs> For me, success is not about the wins and losses. It's about helping these young fellas be the best versions of themselves on and off the field. A lot of moral victories in this one, huh? Yeah. I always figured the tea was just going to taste like hot brown water. And you know what? I was right. <laughs> no, thank you. Welcome to England. Yes, dude. So I guess the woman in there is the owner who wants the team to tank, kind of like the Cleveland Indians of yeah. baseball. Yeah. And so they picked the most inept person that would take the job. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. So I would. I think there's going to be a lot of similarities to a lot of the promos that they ran and then maybe making him a sympathetic figure. <laughs> yeah. As long as you possess empathy. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> All right. We wish uh, good luck to Memphis 901 FC. They have a big match uh, this Saturday, 6 o'clock on ESPN Plus on the road. Bittersweet uh, match for you, as it will be a match that you're calling. However, uh, the last one you're calling. I, I'm not excited about that, buddy. I'm just saying. Well, hopefully just the last one this season. Last yeah. one this season. Yeah, the schedule has me uh, uh, finishing up m- my tour of duty this Saturday. I've gotten to work with J.J. Greer. Got to work with Pete Pranica. So yeah. it's a blast, and hopefully we'll get to go out with a blast this uh, s- yes. this Saturday. W's. W's. That's what we want. We do need uh, W's. That is coming up uh, 6 o'clock Memphis time. Catch us on CW30 here in Memphis. How do you catch us? My Three Subs Podcast. Well, of course. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, if there's something you need to catch up on, maybe take a look uh, at the uh, Enzo Martinez uh, interview. Uh, because why not? We're playing them this week, right? Yeah, and, then, and it still holds true. Sure. So go check that out at My3SubsPodcast.com. You can also shoot us a message if you would like via our Gmail account. It's My3SubsPodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on the socials. We are on Facebook and Twitter at My3SubsPodcast. Podcast and on the Instagram at my three subs soccer pod. We want to say thank you to head coach Tim Mulqueen for a few moments of his time. Say thank you to Reese Buckmaster, Bucky. the left back for Memphis 901 FC, and to Jimmy Haig, who yeah. is growing in confidence as Tim Howard's deputy in goal for Memphis 901 FC. And the players seem to be pretty confident yeah. when he's between the sticks. So that's a luxury the team has. And uh, we have the luxury of having great listeners, and we appreciate you so much. And I guess we will catch you on the flip side. Catch us on uh, on the uh, web and uh, catch me on TV this Saturday. Yes. And uh, I think that's about it. That's it for me. Bye. There's the whistle. Thank you for listening. Check out more My Three Subs podcast, A Soccer Odyssey.